The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hello, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer. And I'm your host, Kathleen Mulch. Artificial intelligence is impacting just about every industry. And we talk and write about this a lot. And we believe that AI is already having significant impact on the way that we work and live and on our society and in general. So one area where AI is really having an impact is on customer service. And this is particularly with AI-enabled chatbots. Yeah, as well as other areas. But primarily, we're going to start with chatbots. So many companies are using chatbots to interact with their customers and to provide assistance that they can do without having their human counterparts do. That's the whole point of these automated chatbots. And as we've spoken about previously in our research, also in some of our podcasts, we have had a couple podcasts on this topic, including one with Matt Gardner from St. Louis Blues and another on chatbots in general. Customers are becoming more and more engaged with and more familiar with using chatbots to engage with their favorite brands, their favorite companies, and in some cases, even preferring them. In one of those podcasts, I referred to this example where I was at three o'clock in the morning, I was trying to get my Verizon Fios set up and I was able to have a pretty in-depth conversation. And it wasn't entirely clear to me, even if the chatbot was completely automated bot or there was a human behind it. But regardless, I was able to have my problems met. And I think the great thing about these chatbots is that as customers are expecting to be able to interact with companies, whether or not the companies are open at that time for business, definitely chatbots are one of these things that I think now people are going to start to expect that companies have these chatbots, which of course are part of the whole AI and machine learning spectrum. Right. And then like you said, you know, with their hours of operation that like by default makes them 24 seven, which I think a lot of people in this day and age don't work at a, you know, nine to five timeframe. So to be able to, you know, talk to somebody, whether it's a bot or a human outside of those traditional hours is helpful and does a lot of positive things for a brand. So another area where AI is really improving customer service is that it's able to provide more relevant products and services. So AI can provide customers with better matches to products and services that match their particular interests. And it's not just, you know, a general blanket suggestion. So AI systems can take into account things like customers' personal preferences, search history, geographical location, and they can do this at super fast speeds and then provide customized products and service recommendations. So contrary to their human counterparts who just can't do this that fast and they can't take everything all at once and give it in any sort of you know quick turnaround, that's really helpful. Because these AI systems can do that at super fast speeds, they can provide personalized pop-ups or chat interactions and email messages to help keep the customer engaged and move them along in the sales process and guide them on some of the best product offering, stuff like that. So a really great example that I'm sure almost everybody has used is Amazon, where they're getting a lot smarter about suggesting what items you should add to your shopping cart or what movies to watch. Netflix is really great with that as well with, you know, suggested other movies or documentaries, whatever you're watching. But what makes this different than just having a database? And where exactly does the AI come in in this? Right. I mean, do anybody who's been working in e-commerce for the last 20 years knows that we've had recommendation systems and personalization systems that have been based on categories. So, you know, if someone's buying a tent, say in the outdoor category, it's going to recommend 
you know, a camp stove or a sleeping, or a sleeping bag. bag, right? Because they're all in the same. Ca- that doesn't require any AI. That's just <laughs> yeah. that's just categorization, right? But there's more to it. If you notice these recommendations, especially ones from Amazon, are getting smarter because AI systems, especially when you're looking at machine learning in particular, is really good at detecting patterns. So if you have a pattern where someone's like, okay, they're adding a sleeping bag and then they're adding s'mores, you know, and then they're adding something else, you're like huh, maybe they're going on a camping trip. So let me start recommending things that maybe not in the camping category, but are things that go really well with camping trips. Maybe here are some, you know, games you may want to play, or maybe, you know, here's some flashlights or whatever it is, right? You know, maybe it's clothing you might want to wear, maybe even suggested trips or destinations, whatever can be relevant. That's really what machine learning is good at. It's good at broadening the set. And it's also making, sometimes those recommendations that you get that are in a category, they're overwhelming. It's like, I don't really need 50 selections for sleeping bags. Right. Especially if I've seen a sleeping bag. So maybe these recommendations can be like, okay, well, let's assume you've seen all you needed with that category. So it's really more about pattern detection. The other thing is that these AI systems and recommendations, they can recognize external factors. It's like, okay, maybe it's getting cold out now. Maybe there's some weather issue. Maybe you're in this part of the country versus that part of the country. And it can tailor those recommendations based on those factors. And maybe it can also detect some of these other patterns that we're going to talk about later, which has to do with like, well, maybe there's something you're trying to accomplish on the site. And it's not just about purchasing something and you may need some extra assistance. So that actually brings us to one of the other values of using machine learning and AI. That's in personalizing the interactions with customers, whether it's on an e-commerce site or a banking site. This is not just for e-commerce. All these things about customer service could be, you may be in a government agency and you're trying to improve your customer service. So we can use artificial intelligence and machine learning to personalize and customize the way that the websites or the apps or the interactions are based on your profile, right? So you can use customer data and machine learning-based training to provide highly customized personal interactions. So rather than waiting for customers to initiate a contact or have some thing that they need to, that the customer or the citizen or the patient, whatever it is, the situation needs to resolve, the AI system can detect like, oh, there's this possible issue and possible problem and customize the interactions with that person. Yeah. And I like how you brought up, you know, this is a lot broader than just maybe a B2C play where the customer service and the term customer can be used. It can have a very broad definition here where it's not necessarily like a retail store. For example, you can think of the customer in a much broader sense and AI, how it can improve that overall interaction. It might even be internal customers to companies. You know, this doesn't have to be an external customer. So another thing that AI can really do to help is it's proactive about customer interaction. So it can help talk, it can help initiate conversations with customers when it thinks that they're experiencing a problem. It can look for patterns of behavior, see what's out of the norm maybe for that person. Is that person clicking on something constantly? Why are they doing that? It can be proactive about that. It can say, hey, you know, if you're a bank and you keep clicking on your balance button, are you waiting for a payment to process and clear? Maybe, you know, so the system can trigger some sort of response and interaction with the customer on that. Or maybe they're confused about how the site works. Maybe it's the first time on the site and they're clicking in weird behaviors that most people don't do. So maybe they're not sure how to go, how to navigate through your page. And you can have maybe a chat interaction pop up to help navigate them through the site. 
So with that, another thing that AI is really great at, and we talked about this, but I think Rod and I really like this, is that it can provide the always-on customer service agent. So a lot of people nowadays, like I said, just don't operate. Like if you're at work from nine to five, you can't always call a company nine to five. So companies have really had to adapt to that. And with AI bots, you can have 24-7 customer support, which is great. And unlike humans, bots don't ever suffer from fatigue. So the always-on customer service agent allows organizations to resolve issues with customers now as soon as they arise. So rather than having to wait for a human agent to take action, which can sometimes take hours or days, you can have a bot as the initial customer outreach so that hopefully this can get resolved fairly quickly. And that companies that have these bots as the first line of defense find that it improves overall customer satisfaction and Mm -hmm. churn. But once again, thinking more broadly about this customer, right? So let's think about this always on thing. You might be thinking, okay, for retail or for like even now with utilities, with Verizon, with Comcast, you know that you can reach them 24-7. But you know, what do you think goes through your mind if you know that you can reach a hospital yes. 24-7, right? You know, it's like, to, so you're a doctor. You're like, no, doctor's not available 24-7. What if you need something pretty urgently? You're going to call in and wait till the next morning? This is a lot of the case with if you have young kids, especially with pediatrics, yeah. you're not going to want to wait. I'm so. also thinking remote. If you're remote, it helps because if it's an always on agent, if you're in a different time zone, it doesn't matter. Say, you know, you're like on a cruise or something and you're in some Caribbean island and you're like, oh, my God, I want to talk to my doctor. I want to talk to somebody, you know not here, not in this remote island. Even with the government, you know, people are used to the government having very short hours. Post office. Uh, Right, right. (laughs) But like, you know, there's many situations where maybe you have an issue with the property tax bill, or maybe you're having something, you need a permit for something. Maybe you're trying to set up, you know, you're trying to book some space or some, trying to get something taken care of. You know, I think even government agencies should be thinking about using AI to facilitate 24-7 interactions. And it's totally possible without increasing cost, which is the whole idea of AI and machine learning. These are smart systems that can have conversational interactions that can use machine learning to detect patterns that don't require a human operator. And I think that's why these are really interesting and important use cases. And actually, you know, to further that, you know, one of the other use cases for customer service using AI is this idea of simplifying or facilitating multi-step complicated transactions. So we're starting to see more and more of this where AI systems know that you say you're going through a real estate, a mortgage process or a loan approval process, or you're applying for a student loan or you're applying to college or you're doing something where clearly it's not just e-commerce. Okay, I'm going to go to, you know, I'm applying to college. Yeah. <laughs> put Harvard in the check in the uh, <laughs> shopping cart, click buy. And I'm all done. Like, no, you got, you know, you have to like take tests and it's, these are processes that can last weeks that can last months. So we're starting to see these bots and these other AI technologies help be aware. Now that you have personalization, I know that let's say Kathleen is in the middle of this real estate transaction. That's multiple weeks long, but because I'm personalized, I know exactly where you are. I can see if you're getting stuck. I can see what's missing and I don't need some human, which is what has to happen now to keep track of Kathleen among the other hundred or so or thousand other people they need to keep track of. And of course they don't do that. And then you don't know what's happening because you've only been through this process once and they've been through this process like a million times. So this is very useful. This whole idea of AI systems, knowing who you are, knowing people sometimes can be creeped out with this idea of systems that know exactly who you are and why you're there and what you're doing. But this is a situation where that's actually really useful to have this. Right. And another thing about these forms is that most of the time, like Ron said, you're not doing this very 
very often in your life. And if you are, you know, buying real estate, for example, I'm probably not buying it yearly. I'm probably buying it once every, let's say 10, 20, 30 years. So forms change, regulations change. These systems help keep up with that so that, you know, you're not expected to. And also they can get smart and learn over time where people get tripped up mm-hmm. in the system. So they can either proactively make recommendations for you to not get tripped up or say, you know, reference this document. Here's where we find it on most of these documents if you need this form or this number or whatever. And that's how the systems can start getting smart, start being really helpful instead of, you know, those like pre-populated help Mm -hmm. things where it's like, oh, here's an arrow. Click here. This is where you go next. It's like, that's not really (laughs) what I need. Like, I don't need a step-by-step. I need help with like what exactly this term means in the context of this document. Yeah. It's kind of funny because I frequently ask questions. Like I'm sure people are frequently asking these questions. So help me. (laughs) (laughs) How about frequently answered questions? (laughs) Or how about like, what's my answer? I hate that. Actually, I was on a site recently where the FAQ is just gigantic. I'm like, this is not helpful at all. So, And also sometimes, I mean, those are written by humans. They're not always great. They're not always updated regularly. Sometimes they're not even easy to find on sites. So, you know, while an FAQ, yeah, is nice, I feel like that's maybe one small part of customer service. And this helps personalize it. This helps take it to the next level. All right. Well, listeners, we hope that you enjoyed this podcast. And this is part of a new AI use case series that we're doing. So there will be others in this series that you may want to listen to. And as always, we'll post any articles, concepts, and related podcasts in the show notes. So thanks for listening, and we'll catch you at the next podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Fiverr.com. Fiverr is a marketplace for creative and digital freelance services. And in fact, I use Fiverr for quite a lot of the things that we do here at Cognolytica and AI Today, including the editing of this podcast, the generation of transcripts, and more. I definitely encourage you to take a look at using Fiverr for your creative and digital needs today. And I have a special offer for you today. Use the promo code AI Today for 15% off your first purchase on Fiverr.com. Offer valid until December 31st, 2018. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter and more, please visit our website at Cognolytica.com. Join the discussion in between podcasts on the AI Today Facebook group and make sure to join the Cognolytica Facebook page for updates on this and future podcasts. Also subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Play, and elsewhere to get notified of future episodes. Want to support this podcast and get your message out to our listeners? Then become a sponsor. We offer significant benefits for AI Today sponsors, including promotion in the podcast and landing page, and opportunities to be a guest on the AI Today show. For more information on sponsorship, visit the Cognolytica website and click on the podcast link. This sound recording and its contents is copyright 2018 by Cognolytica. All rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.